Thank you guys for tuning in. Today we have a special guest. Today we have Brandon Martin, who is the CEO and co-founder of Acon Lining Africa. Brandon, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, man. Hope you are. I'm doing good. So what is it like changing people's lives? Oh, man, I tell you, it's, uh, it means a lot for me because, you know, from from where I come from in my upbringing, I saw a lot of uh, you know, need and, and the community that I come from and the black community and, uh, you know, some other underserved areas. But, um, you know, to be in a position now to where I can make a difference, uh, you know, really just very exhilarating and exciting to me. Uh, but at the same time, you know, it's almost fulfilling. Right. A lot of people have different upbringings and different reasons for why they do things. So what was your childhood like? And, um, what motivates you to do something that you don't really have to do? Yeah, you know, coming up, it was um, my childhood, you know, just being, although my mother's Asian, you know, my father was black. I, I grew up in the black community around, you know, housing projects on both sides. All my friends, um, you know, lived in the housing project. We just happened to be in a community right next door that, uh, you know, my father was military. He was able, you know, to afford a home in that in the neighborhood, but, you know, I saw the same conditions that many, many of us see today. You know, a lot of uh, uh, young people that look like me see today. And, and so I, I understood the challenges. But, you know, when you're young, you're just kind of living and um, you don't even know you're poor. But, um, you know, kind of I, I really throughout school, I learned quickly that, hey, man, I'm, I'm, uh, I want to get out of this situation. But it wasn't really, you know, like a, a, a real vision yet. Any, any any idea of where I wanted to go, what I wanted to accomplish. I just knew I wanted things to be better. And uh, so early on, I just learned, you know, learned um, what I, you know, what we call today hustling, entrepreneurship, you know, sold bubblegum in school, you know, that evolved into kind of clothes and uh, design and ideas and, and, you know, ultimately just decided I didn't want to go to college. Look, I'm going to go to uh, become an entrepreneur, you know, open my first business. And basically, that's what I did. I mean, I, I, I served in the Marine Corps when I graduated because I just felt like, you know, at the time, academia wasn't for me. I needed right. you know, to make income, help family. And, uh, yeah, from there, I fell in love with it, man. I was off to the races. So, I, you know, learned a lot. I love that you mentioned the Marine Corps because it's not easy. I have an uncle that served in that um, branch of the Army. What are the things that they um, taught you there that you well, apply to your everyday life? Yeah, I mean, most importantly was discipline. You know, I had a had a structure, and um, you know, coming out of out of you know, when you come out of a community, when you kind of come out of, out of poverty, and you don't really have a system that's working for you, uh, you know, I believe, you know, I strongly believe that the military is is a very great foundation for a lot of uh, young men and women that that don't have it quite figured out. You know, they don't have the financial wherewithal, or their family don't. They can, you know, kind of immediately go in and receive benefits. Um, you know, health, medical, uh, educational benefits, of course. But the most important part is the discipline. You know, it, it really put me in a mindset to where there was nothing that I could not accomplish. And that, that's kind of why I wanted to go into the Marine Corps because it was the, I said, if I'm going to do anything, it's got to be the toughest. <laughs> and so, right. uh, you know, their, their motto is weak mind, weak body. And, you know, they drill that in you from day one to the day you graduate. And And I think that applies to, you know, my life today and, and everyone, you know, whether it's fitness, whether it's work, whether it's relationships, you know, if the mind goes, the body goes. And, you know, if the body goes, you right. can't function. So 
Yeah, just uh, discipline, man, more more than anything. And then from discipline, you gain structure. Right. And mm-hmm. I think that's very important that you emphasize the importance of discipline because I feel like a lot of um, maybe people my age don't understand the power of discipline. Yeah. Because when, you, when you're disciplined, it can change the way you are, change your life, change like make it can make an it can make a positive effect that some right. people don't understand the power of it. Right, right, right. absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, and you know, discipline is is just like you just said, so important to every aspect of of life. You know, which most importantly, what you're doing is amazing, like finance and finance financial literacy. Um, you know, just general health and wellness training you know, making sure the body is in, in good condition. Without discipline, you know, there's there's really, um, you know, you're just really kind of setting yourself up to fail in many areas. And, you know, I always look in life, maybe 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 not a failure, life lesson, if, you're, if, you're, if you have some discipline, I look at it as a, as a lesson. You know, if you, if you attempt something and you don't quite get it, you know, it's a life lesson. If you don't have discipline, you just kind of, you know, string yourself along, um, doing doing just anything and everything, uh, you know. If you if you invest money in something you don't understand or you do something high risk, the chances are you're going to lose that money. Um, right. Very undisciplined, you know. So you have to. I think you you have to train yourself daily. You know, train the mind. You know, if it comes down right. to fitness, yes, I got to have a system. I got to get up every morning. I got to do this for me, or you know, money. Most importantly for us, you know, as kids, it's money, man. You've got to understand if you have ten dollars. You can't spend ten dollars <laughs> unless you take yeah. until you take care of your responsibility. Um, and so, yeah, discipline is, is very important. Yeah, I hundred percent agree. Especially being so young, it comes with the mindset of oh, I only live once, and things of doing things of nature that now is it's not will impact you negatively, but it sets you a little bit farther behind than the other people that are either focusing or they're basically saying, I'm going to do the work now so I don't have to do the work later. And I feel like that separates a lot of people, either you're 15 years old, 20 years old, 25 years old, because discipline and people that are not disciplined, it doesn't matter what age you are. There's people who are 50 years old who are still undisciplined, right? And not being afraid to fail and just staying, staying the course and trusting the process eventually that gap always becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. Right. And it will, you know, and it will continue to grow. And you know, the, the, the challenge with, with uh, you know, young people, we've all been young, um, you know, you're 17. And honestly, the mind, you know, the, the, the average kid or young person can't really process uh, what discipline is and, you know, the, <laughs> the importance of, of a number of things. You know, it's just, I think I think they said medically, you know, or clinically until you're 25, you can't really make a sound decision. Um, yeah. But the other difficulty is that a lot of us don't have that support system or that that guidance or direction. You know, you got a lot of single family households, you know, single mothers, and mm-hmm. um, you know, I focus heavily on the black community because that's where I'm from and that's who I am and that's and where we come from. You know, right. we just didn't have a system uh, of education to teach us these things and. So all we knew was how to make it, you know. Uh, we, we, we were some of the most brilliant people, but just trying to figure out how to make it day to day, week to week. 
And so I think a lot of people, you know, it helped. It's very helpful for what, what you guys are doing, trying to educate people your age and you're starting at a young age because that's what it takes. And you have to surround yourself right. around people that have like minds, have similar energy. You know, uh, you all don't have to have the same goals, but, you know, have goals and, and, and right. be around that type of uh, individual. You know, if you want to do something positive, be around positive people. Yeah, I agree. And financial literacy, so even now with the um, access that we have, I have specifically in terms of being in this, like being born in the, being born in this time where all it takes is for me to pick up an iPhone or me to type in how to budget and simple things like that. But it's a, I feel like it's a big issue that the people who teach these things in school, if they teach them in school, they they do the bare minimum, in my opinion. I think it's important because a kid isn't going to learn unless they enjoy what's being taught or there's some sort of connection with whoever's teaching it, right? Right. And yes. yeah. you'd be surprised how many people don't know the importance of different topics of financial literacy, like budgeting, having an investment fund for when you retire, or even simple things like filing for taxes. Right, 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 what very was, important. Yeah, and what was it like when you were in high school, getting ready to go to college? What type of access did you have to resources on this stuff? Man, you know, in my time, just very limited. Because, you know, uh, you know, unfortunately, I lost my father at, at 19 years old. Um, he was a military guy, you know, he moved around a lot. My My mother was Asian. So she came here. All she knew, she could barely speak English. But I learned. I learned a lot in the way of how to how to survive and to create streams of revenue through my mother. Just watching her and her right. ability. You know, she would cook. She would sell product, service. You know, make money. And so, um, but as far as the tools, you know, we just didn't have until much later beyond you know my my military career. I think access to the internet. You know, we just don't have. We didn't have the tools that kids have today. Um, and education-wise, in high school, they just weren't teaching. You know, you didn't have a basic uh, financial course class like budgeting. Or even even what I think the foundation is for, for young people should be a class on credit and how important the basic credit score is. That's the foundation, you know. Right. Um, yeah, and so so I just really had to learn as I, as I went. And, and you know, it's, it's, I just tried to avoid, you know, so many big uh, terms in, in finance. And, it, you know, a lot of people become, I can't understand that. I, don't, I can't comprehend it, you know, and then they get exhausted and then they don't want to even learn. But like you said, you just got to get creative with it, you know, teach it in a manner that's fun and exciting, and you just don't go too fast. You, you know, people right. <laughs> people need the, the fundamentals, you know. They need to start with yeah. the fundamentals and understand that. Yeah, that's right learning how to drive you just don't start right. off on the road highway you start off in the parking lot or somewhere yeah. where it's just a basic a starting point exactly exactly and financial basic you know i mean i mean i mean you know financial literacy is basic very basic and i think the things that the majority of the population need needs to understand um, and can live by will be the fundamentals. Everybody's not going to the next level of capital markets and, you know, uh, buying stock. And a lot of people want to understand that level, but 
a lot of people won't be able to. And a lot of people won't have access to, uh, you know, capital to invest as well. So I think fundamentals are just very important. You know, once you build that structure, then, you know, from there, I think it, it's a big, it's a major help to the next step. Right. Moving on from financial literacy, let's talk about exactly what you do. So I know that you are the CEO and co-founder. You're basically the brains behind Acon Fighting Africa. Right. So how did you get to that point? Well, you know, it's a funny story, but I think almost almost destiny for for Acon and myself. I, I was um, I was involved in music years ago. I knew a lot of the same people that Akon knew uh, when he was in his early early age uh, uh, and a star. You know, I, I wanted to be a musician and you know songwriter like everyone else. We kind of passed, you know, in passing in the studio back in you know 2004 or five time frame. You know, fast yeah, forward. I was born 2004. Oh yeah, yeah. So you know, so great. I'm old, I'm old guy. Um, but Akon and I are both 49. You know, about the same age. But um, I didn't know. I didn't really know what he was doing. You know, I left. I left the music industry. I didn't know. I didn't really. Um, you know, like how 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 the business was was ran every day, and you know, watching like you said, watching so many people lose everything they work hard for. You know, they just didn't know how to manage their money, and so you know, I left out and I got into um, you know a number of things. I was doing still still an entrepreneur. Got involved in general construction, and through general construction, I was doing residential commercial. And I stumbled across uh, solar energy. And yeah. solar energy was, uh, and the way I did that was North Carolina became number two in solar deployment right behind California, which which right. is very odd being, you know, <laughs> you got all the sun and, and you know, and out right. west and these areas. But what it was, it was really like like what you're teaching. It's a, it was, it's, it's, a, it's a system, you know, it's a financial system. It's a model that they came up with that involves tax credits and subsidies and it was it's, it's set up just like the oil industry pretty much and so investors and people that understood money uh, were getting these amazing investment tax credit returns in solar and making crazy returns on the most one of the most reliable and secure investments you can find which is um you know utilities energy and the energy sector, you know, they make so much money. Um, yep. So I was just here. It was in my backyard. I learned it very quickly. And then I, I, I understood how to build it. And then behind that, I understood, well, everything really happens before you even build it, all the, all the financial modeling, yep. um, the investment. Yeah. So um, once I learned that, man, I, I, I opened a Forbes magazine one night, and I saw Akon was in there, and he said that the, that the uh, Chinese had given them a billion dollars to, to, you know, do uh, clean energy in Africa, and right. right away, man, I said, got on the phone, let me find them. <laughs> you know, from there, we met in the airport and uh, said, look, we can do some amazing things together in Africa, where I wanted to do more work, um, and because I was doing all my work in America at the time, uh, and that leads us to, to now. Probably best to put a put a, a value on the number of homes is which yeah, is well over 100, yeah, well over 125 million. Um, and and the way you know the way you were able to do that in Africa is by individual, you know, you have to do very small units for individual homes. And so, you know, when you model it out, it's one. It might be one light bulb, you know, or it might be right. a light bulb and an appliance. Uh, but that's what you have, and you know, in these developing countries, and uh, it's just you know. But we have solar street lights and solar solar accessories, and 
Now we're evolving more into the larger scale solar, which is what what's happening in America and other you know other more stable countries. Africa has a lot of it, but now we'll be able to build one what they call like a solar farm, and from that farm we could power multiple homes. Sounds like a life changing job, honestly, because you one you're helping out the earth because solar energy is way better, way cleaner than using. Mm-hmm traditional coal-powered or whatever right. it is. Yeah, well, I think, you know, Econ Lighting Africa started well around 20, 2010, and my right. it, the, our, what we did in, in America I started around 2013. Right, and I think the um, electric industry, the clean resource industry is, is forever growing. Absolutely. it is. Well, it is. And, and you know, you, you I encourage... Um, you know, young people that I come in contact with daily, and we, you know, we're, you know, we're looking to start academies here where we teach um, renewable energy, and and you know, not only out here but behind the wall, you know, we want to teach because the industry is growing so fast and it's creating jobs so quickly. Um, you can take a someone with very little or no education and teach them how to how to install a solar panel and pay them fifteen dollars an hour, no matter what the yeah. record is. I mean, it's just such a high demand and. And so if you look at it, you know, I, I, the way I explain it the best is, you know, when we had the big oil boom and fossil fuels were powering the world, which they still are. You know, it's where all the infrastructure is and all the investment has been made. Well, solar renewables is now the new oil age, and it's just transitioning over and going to take some time to transition out of, you know, because you have coal plants and oil facilities that still have, you know, 20, 30-year lifespan on them. But it'll transition over to solar, and so everything will be renewable: solar, wind, bio. You know, so many different um, cleaner resources, and and there's so much money that's pouring into it now. And um, to your point, like there's there's you know it's it's wide open. I mean, they just passed the um, uh, this Inflation Reduction Act, and then you know part of that was a big uh, commitment to clean energy. I think it was 360 plus billion to clean energy infrastructure. So that was just passed a, a week ago. Do you guys plan on staying just solar, or are you guys plan on the other renewable energy resources? No, we we're, well, we do some wind already. We have a wind partner. Um, we don't. What we do in house is all solar, but we definitely have partners that do wind and bio. So we'll, in those scenarios, what we'll do is a joint venture, or we might do a, a you know a private public private partnership with that uh, partner. Definitely exploring all all clean energy opportunities for for developing countries because uh, you know not in all places can we can we really build and connect out to the grid or or maybe not uh, you know another renewable source may be a better option than solar. I'm gonna finish it off on this one last question. What advice do you want to offer to young adults about not just financial literacy but just becoming successful? Well, you know, the advice I would give, for, you know, uh, first would be, uh, you know, really start educating yourself because th- this generation has all the tools at their fingertips. I mean, literally, uh, a search engine, you know, and, you know, you the more you read, the more you learn. And you've, you've probably heard that so many times. And, and you're able to understand the industries. And so what I do is look at all the industries that are doing very well and are going to be here to stay. And that's very important because, you know, a lot of kids just trying to figure out what I do, what I do, I want a new idea. 
But food and beverage, you know, that's going nowhere. Healthcare, going nowhere. Energy, going nowhere. And, you know, all these things, uh, IT, of course, we know naturally going nowhere. And, yeah. and the, you know, all these areas have, you know, kind of, you know, all, all ancillary services, you know, whether you're going to, you don't have to come in and be a programmer, you know, you don't have to come in and be a doctor. But there's so many things that support these core services and industries. And, and um, so I would, you know, educate yourself as much as you can. Um, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to take some risk, which, you know, doesn't have to be huge investments, but just really helping you to understand what taking risk really means when it comes to entrepreneurship or investing, things like of that nature. You know, it could be $10, $5, um, just to understand what that means. And then, you know, surround yourself around amazing people like like yourself and, and come together and, you know, really, really support each other in, in your, I think, your goals and ideas. Um, because now you see a generation of young people that are that are really, um, I mean, you guys are the now, you are the future, um, whether it's politics, um, but the direction of where this world goes. And everything, I think the majority of everything is driven by the young generation because you guys are so much smarter than the older generation and the current generation. <laughs> so just staying focused, man, stay, doing, doing what you can to, to, to be around amazing people. A discipline, learn discipline at a, at, a, at a very young age, and um, you know, education, 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 reading, reading. Yeah. Right. And when I say education, it doesn't necessarily have to be because everyone can't um, go to that next level of education of, or academia. But you have tools. You have tools right at your fingertips, and 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 right. You know, as much as you do in your free time, I think you should give twice as much time to educating yourself through. Uh, through you know just through the internet and, and the tools that we have out here in the world right well Brandon I want to say thank you for your time it was a pleasure to learn from you a pleasure to speak with you and hope to see you soon next time you come down to Miami absolutely Elijah I look forward to it man keep doing what you do <laughs>